Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sex Talk with Tasty. I am your lovely host, Tasty, here to give you listening pleasure as we discuss that lovely thing called sex. Yes, here at Sex Talk with Tasty, we are sex all day, every day, whenever you decide to come out and play. Guys, today we're going to discuss porn. And I know this is a bit of a sensitive topic for some people because they feel like porn is the epitome of all evil. It is that one thing that you can never ever compete with and although a thousand ultimatums have been thrown out there due to porn it maybe shouldn't even be that type of situation after all porn is just the representation of sexual behavior in books pictures statues films and other media that is intended to cause sexual excitement yes we have lovely movies that are made to arouse you sexually some use it as a guide to sex Uh, It definitely is a sexual form of entertainment. Now, what I would say is, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever find yourself in an argument because perhaps your partner pays a little bit more attention to the porn than you, or perhaps you just think that their porn is not out of leisure but it may become a problem maybe they're addicted to porn or things of that nature you certainly may want to go ahead and seek counsel for it if it truly is a problem however if your partner is just utilizing it as a means of arousal or perhaps just something to bide the time please don't be jealous and envious of the porn join into the celebration and enjoy that porn with your partner now i definitely do know that all porn is not for you that's why they have so many categories of porn it may not be your specific desires or you know it may not be your cup of tea with your partners into but this is again a situation where you need to have these conversations to discuss what kind of things uh, you do really like sexually now one thing I would say is that porn is something that has been around like forever I mean there is porn for literally every category of sex at this point whether you're into traditional sex meaning you know your typical boy meets girl they have sex in a couple of positions or you may be into girl on girl action they definitely have things elaborate as massive orgy sessions so uh, they definitely do have a category for everything in this modern world we live in some categories may include like bbw which is big black women uh bbc big black cock uh if you're into milfs moms i like to fuck if you would like to get into like gagger uh, type of uh, movies these are when women are almost damn near choked while giving fellatio uh, i mean they have gay porn hardcore fetish anal whatever you're into there is a porn for it but i'm very very interested to know that uh you know it's just not something the modern world has just come up with or anything like that it definitely is a lot more accessible and acceptable if you will uh, nowadays i mean if we can travel back to the ages of time uh, we certainly can go back to see the progress of porn throughout the years now the word porno or pornography definitely derives from a Greek word porny meaning prostitute and graphene which means to write so it definitely is defined as the work 
of art depicting the life of prostitutes. I thought that that was really, really crazy, but it's befitting being as how old the word is and where it originates from. Uh, as you know, the only acceptable practice of sexuality uh, for a long time was the very existence of prostitution. And it was for the sole purpose of telling us a, a prostitute story, if you will. That's where we get the word pornography. Now, even as far back as 28,000 years ago, we see our first identifiable piece of porn. It came in the form of a sculpture of a voluptuous woman. They called it the Venus of Willendorf statue. That's maybe only about four inches tall, but it does depict a nude voluptuous woman. So big girls, we were winning even 28,000 years ago. Yes. So never let them believe that big girls not winning because they are. Uh, now definitely maybe in this time it may have been used during like fertility rituals or in a massive orgy or sex festival. But that's definitely the first noted piece of pornography. Now later on in about 80, 79, uh, so this is like year 79, all of the great and well-off members of the Roman Empire used to go to this place called Pompeii. Now Pompeii was a famed Roman city and it got taken out by a volcano eruption. It definitely was Sin City for real. Uh, it definitely was full of brothels and porn was everywhere. I mean from vivid details on the bathhouse walls of naked women and people in sexual positions to penises that were carved into walls into the streets there. Uh, it is also known as the first place to have legal prostitution and they even had like sex slaves and everything. It certainly was a true sexual playground. The first time we ever saw porn like in a theater would have had to have been in 1896. And that same year, two things came out. Le Couche de la Marie, which is the bridegroom's dilemma, was screened in Paris. And it's basically a seven minute story of a couple consummating their marriage. Uh, it contained no nudity. And that's the crazy part about it. Just the newlywed wife undressing behind like a folded screen. I guess it was more so of, of putting your imagination to, you know, the anticipation of the groom and the seemingly naive wife getting undressed. Uh, it definitely was considered taboo, uh, especially in that time. In 1896, you know, uh, there wasn't any type of sexuality displayed uh, in the theater there. Uh, certainly in 1896, the U.S. also screened The Kiss. Now, it's not really a porn either in our standards today, but it was the first screen kiss and considered a porn at the time. Uh, it didn't have any type of sex, but it definitely uh, was there. Now, later on in 1907 to about 1912, they're not really sure when this actually came out, but the lovely people of Argentina released El Sotario. And this is the first time you ever saw close-ups of like the male and the female genitalia. So it was definitely very, very taboo to say the least. Now in 1915, a free ride came out in the US. And this is a great little movie about a man offering two young ladies a ride. And when they do go to stop, the man goes off with one of them and starts to have sex. And then the second one joins them.
them. And this is the first time. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have a threesome right there in the theater for you. Please keep in mind that most of these were not actual vivid sex scenes. They were more uh, so of an intonation, you know, kind of, uh, you know, back in the day how we used to see the lights go off. We just know that they had sex. Yeah, those type of movies there. In 1953, Hugh Hefner shocked the world when he published that first copy of Playboy. Although it offered only still images, pornography was becoming more acceptable to the public by then. Hugh Hefner definitely had some lawsuits and things of that nature saying that, you know, his magazine was just filth and rubbish, but... I think he had it right. He knew that there was a desire there and he wanted to fulfill it. I mean, honestly, if you have any relatives that were alive before 1953, they'll tell you that even in those times where porn was not as easily accessible, you know, the guy still had like, you know, nude photos of women, you know, little things like that, uh, that were kind of, you know, given and passed around, kept in toolboxes and things of that nature, but it existed not, never the least. Now by 1960, we finally see our first porn shot in color it was the hideout in the sun that the u.s made now this was just a basic nudist film that takes place at like a nudist camp Uh, there wasn't any sex scenes but a lot of nudity so it definitely was considered a porn 1969 we had blue movie come out in the u.s which was the first erotic film to be released in a mainstream theater now before that all of the other porn were actually in adult movie theaters. Uh, If you're old enough, and I don't want to date myself too much, but you may remember like theaters. I know in New Jersey and Newark, there was this little theater called, uh, actually, I think it was called Little Theater in downtown. And I never knew why no one ever really was going into that movie theater. And it had a nice little sign saying that you had to be 18 or older to go in there. And you know, now to know that it actually was like a porn theater is crazy, but it was. Blue Movie came out and it definitely was the first erotic film to be released in main theaters, as I said. And the scenes were unstimulated. So the actors were really performing the sexual acts on screen. 1970 brings us in Mona the Virgin Nymph, which was the explicitly pornographic film of a virgin who has non-penetrative sex with her fiance and other people. It had several unsimulated sex scenes in this movie. Now the 70s was labeled like the golden age of porn because in the 70s, porn was definitely becoming very much so mainstream uh, with that uh, induction of blue movie in 1969 so in 1971 we actually seen boys in the sand which was like a spoof off of boys in the band of actual mainstream movie that came out but this was our first gay porno it definitely had three segments that took place at a gay beach resort called fire island and uh definitely was uh the first gay porn to ever come out now by 1972 we find the most popular 
thriller movie during this era, Deep Throat. I mean, even famed celebrities admitted to seeing this movie at the time. It was the porn to see if ever a porn was to be seen. And it definitely you know, shook the walls of society. Now, by the 1980s, the VCR came out, which made watching porn very easy to do from the comfort of your home. Uh, As we entered into this era, we've seen more, you know, videotapes of porn, more porn was being produced. This is around the time when a lot of different genres of porn were being developed as well. Uh, They were straying away from the basic traditional ways of having sex and being a little bit more exploratory uh, as far as their sexual acts on film. Now, as we evolved into the internet era, porn has become literally paced in your fingertips. I mean, you can pull porn up on your computer, your tablet, your phone. It is definitely easy to get just a click of a button and you are in the action. Now, also giving modern day men the opportunity to become porn stars themselves, as several people are uploading their amateur porn scenes and some of them making a great deal of of money by doing so and getting tons of views. I mean, I certainly know people who rather see regular normal people having sex than to watch a celebrity or perhaps, you know, a great porn star uh, doing what they do. I definitely would say that because it varies in so many categories, you certainly should be able to find a porn that is adequate or suffice for your situation. Now again, I definitely do want to remind you that these are conversations that you may want to have with your partner. I've met several people who are just not interested in porn. They're like, oh, you know, why watch it when I can do the real thing? Uh, You know, the woman looked nothing like me. I feel as if my husband's into it or my boyfriend's into it or girlfriend is into it, then they're less into me. I always say this, no matter how great you are in bed, no matter how sexy you are, people still have fantasies and should be allowed to have them. It's not anything against you if I find someone else attractive. The only time you should be concerned is when I want to act on those urges, when I feel compelled to compare you to these people. If that's not happening, it shouldn't be a problem. And I know it's it's hard, it's a big pillow to swallow, especially if you find yourself in a situation where, say, you're a hefty woman and your partner watches porn with nothing but thin women or... Maybe you are a woman and your partner watches gay porn and you're wondering, well, if he's not gay, why does he watch it? Or whatever. Some people do have different sexual desires and urges that they will live vicariously through the porn. Uh, Some people you know, actually do want that and are afraid to admit it or may think, their partner may think that they're weird because of the type of porn that they're looking at. I mean, it definitely is just something that just needs to be disclosed. I mean, what's worse, you telling me 
you know, what type of porn you're into or me catching you watching some weird porn. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you really want to do that to my feet? You know, so it, it definitely is something that you can have a conversation with. Like I said earlier, it definitely does not have to be something that you're into or that you even really want to watch. If you're just not into it, if it's like, you know, he's into like a lot of anal porn and you're like, uh uh-uh, uh, it's not going in my butt. I don't want to see it going nobody but you know that is just nothing I'm gonna watch it's disgusting to me then you definitely have the right to be very auditory about that and let them know but at the same time just know that a person is gonna do what a person wants to do so instead of fighting porn just go ahead and know that it has been around for centuries as you can see it's not going anywhere As a matter of fact, I don't know if it'll ever get to the day, but it seems like it's progressing so much that you may be walking down the street 20 years from now and just see people having sex on the street because it's just that, you know, it's going there. Like I said, right now it's at the palm of your hand and is, you know, easily accessible so anyone can watch it. I definitely would say that porn definitely can be very beneficial. If you're looking to try new positions, uh, if you're looking to get into a type of lifestyle, you certainly can use porn as an educational tool as well. So don't be intimidated by pornography in any way. Sometimes it is just a means of learning. Sometimes it is just something for entertainment. And then other times it can be a bit of a problem and you can become a little deviant in it. My thing is having an equal balance. If there's no harm, there's no foul, there's nothing wrong. Another thing that I often hear is like guys saying that they don't think that their women will be comfortable watching porn with them. That's why they keep that to their self. That's part of their personal time and things of that nature. You'll never know what your partner likes or enjoys unless you ask. You may have a girlfriend, a spouse, a partner, who actually enjoys porn a little bit more than you do. You'll never know unless you do open up that conversation. So I definitely urge you to have those conversations tonight, ladies and gentlemen. If the mood strikes you, go ahead and pop in a porn of your liking and have a great evening with your partner or by yourself because that's the great thing about porn. It definitely gives you something entertaining to watch while you're cashing those checks. So I'm not gonna hold you guys any longer tonight. If you do have any questions, cares, concerns. If you want a letter read aloud on the air, please do go ahead and write to sextalkwithtasty at gmail.com. Once again, that is sextalkwithtasty at gmail.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at sextalkwithtasty. And if you would like to support the podcast, please go ahead and feel free to hit that support link there. I truly do appreciate any donation given for the podcast. As always, I wish you guys a great rest of your night. Do something that I would do tonight and remember to come hard.